Hello and welcome to Dad v Lad and FPL Derby. Here we are again. It's Thursday night, we're a day earlier than last week, but we promised we would be back with a bang and pick up these pods regularly. Uh, and here we are. Yeah. We have just finished game week six. We're thinking about game week seven. And the tables have turned, haven't they, little one? Yes, I am so excited because you were going on about how your amazing wildcard team got you up to, I don't know, some rubbish rank like 166th in the world or something. Yeah. But I've, I wildcarded going into game week six and I have gone up the rank from in the 800,000s to the 200,000s. Yeah, you had a massive green arrow. Half a million place increase. Yeah, that's brilliant. You, uh, It's all about you this week, this pod. Mm. It's all about you. Because you made some decisions on your wild card. I, was, I thought you were bonkers. And um, I still think you are kind of bonkers because I don't think this team is sustainable. But you have had pretty much the perfect week. Yeah. It's not sustainable. No, I don't think it is. Oh, well, I'm going to have to ask you about that because I think this team is great. Anyway. I just So very quickly, I went from um, 166 in the world to 699th in the world. Oh, it's a travesty. Top 700. <laughs> uh, I'm still very pleased with that, obviously. It was only a small green arrow in the in the run of things. I got 47 points. Green so, arrow? Um, red arrow. Red arrow. Small red arrow. Um, 47 points. Um, really, the only the only players of note in my team are my um, my midfield. Really, a captain Ronaldo didn't do anything. Four well, points. Hey. Lukaku's in there. Two points. Uh, Raya at the back didn't do anything. Alexander Arnold didn't do anything. One point. Rudiger one point. Livramento came in. Two points. So the only people that scored for me were Semedo at the back with the clean sheet. Yeah, which is good. Salah seven. He was my vice captain. Jota, seven. That's the last time the Liverpool double-up is going to appear in my team the next few weeks. And then Gray and the hero, Saar, with nine points. So 47 all all in. Um, That was my game week last week. So as I say, small red arrow, not too bad in the run of things. 47 points, above average. But um, one of those weeks where you just have to kind of hang in there. Uh, But not for you. No, you got 47 I got 75 points. Very good. In your face. So tell us, how did that happen? And I put it to you, dear listener, that this is not sustainable because there are a few things that came in this week for you that you would never have banked on and can't bank on going forward either. I don't think. Only one thing. One thing was a little bit fluky. And I'll start with that, was that I put in Jose Sarr as my goalkeeper from Sa. Wolves. Sa. Sa, not star. Sa. As we established last week. And Sa, uh got me 14 points. 14 points, count them, from a goalkeeper. How did he get that? So I think I worked out that it was a clean sheet is six. Yeah. Uh, he got the save. He got uh, six saves, I think. So we got the three bonus points. Seven, eight, nine. And then five, four. The most skillful assist you will ever see in your life. A punt. Not a punt. A hoof. A skillful hoof. A wallop. It's better than like what we've seen in the Euros, where it's going all over the place. The this skill. Went, this went straight to Jimenez's yeah, the feet. Skill, the skill came from Jimenez. Yes, thank you, Jimenez. I'm sorry I took you out of my team, but you have done nice things for me. He, uh, 
He wasn't in your team? No. I thought he was this week. No, he was in my old team before I wildcarded. Oh. Hmm. So that was 14 points from Sat. Sat, yeah. And where else did your points come from? Then it was good because I had quite a few blanks, but yeah. all my midfields, three that I played, or you know, uh, uh, Salah, Saar and Gray, uh, nine for Saar, seven for Salah, six for Gray. Yeah. Lovely. That's three of my four midfields, so it's no surprise you did well there. <laughs> it's not a surprise you did well. So snooty, honestly. Um, just experience <laughs> the point and then I put in um, I don't know it's just Cancello I don't know what his first name is because he has like three but yeah Ja Pedro Ja Pedro Cavaco Cancello Cavaco Cancello he's not Italian yeah he is now <laughs> he is now uh, can... Cancello Gelato oh no oh no let's not go there come on uh, Cancello yeah uh, clean sheet yeah. against Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I think he then got an assist. He definitely got an assist. Yeah. And then I also think he got three bonus points. Yeah. So that's 12 points there. I want him in my team in the next few weeks. Mm, we see, you know, missing the boat. No. Mm. I'll just get on the boat at the right time. This is the right time. You're telling me 12 points is not the right time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. And then I think the part that set me... That gave me such a high score compared to everyone else this week. Because the average was only 43 points. Yeah. Which isn't very high. No. So I think... That's because most people captained, you know... Ronaldo. Ronaldo. You know, like, like absolute or, idiots. Or but tell me, noob, who did you captain? I captained Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. A blast from the past. Now tell me, noob, how did the game start for Jamie Vardy? Well... Overall, Jamie Vardy scored... Uh, 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 uh. How did the game start for Jamie Vardy? Jamie Vardy scored an own goal. An own goal. At which point I was laughing he was and jumping around the kitchen table. Because, because... And thinking and saying, Ah, I told you, Jamie Vardy, no one captains Jamie Vardy anymore. And then the egg came. It's because... Uh, it's, it's, it was a bit scary for a little bit because we found out that, in fact... If your captain does get negative points, that also gets doubled. So I was on minus two points from my captain yep. for a while before he goes and scores two goals. Not one, but two. Uh, how many goals did Ronaldo score? Because I don't think he technically scored a hat-trick, let's be honest. Are you call it, This is a technical hat-trick. It's a technical hat-trick. Because I, I don't think technically it is. But it is a hat trick. But three it's times, not a technical. three times, Jamie Vardy caused the ball to hit the back of the net. <laughs> hat trick, yes. <laughs> hat trick hero Vardy. He still managed to get eleven points though, double to twenty-two points. Yeah. Yes, please. Seventy-five points. Epic wild card. That's it. It's done. Yeah. No, it was good. You, 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 um, you wild carded and. What I always like to see, which is what happened to my team, tier knees and toes, uh, the week after your wild card, you just want a big score because you just it all feels right with the world, and you and you did it, you did it, and you wild carded some serious um, differentials in there. I I think, and maybe you didn't wild card differentials in, but you made some differential choices. Definitely, not many people, Captain Vardy. That's brave. Well, I thought I th I said this on the last pod, but this was a week, the first week, obviously that I've ever experienced. Where people are debating, not as in saying the the normal captaincy candidates don't have great fixtures. Mm. 
Uh, I think Ronaldo played an uh, Aston Villa side with an improving defence, whose defensive numbers have really uh, shot up the ranks in the yeah. last few game weeks. Yeah. Salah played Brentford. Brentford, an amazing team. Can we just say? Well, it was an amazing game. Yeah. 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. That was... Oh. He did score. If you'd have captain Salah, I don't mean you, if one yeah. had captain Salah... They would have got 14. One would be pleased with that. I would have been yeah. pleased with that. I, I actually thought Antonio was another option of captaincy yeah. last, last weekend. But um, interestingly, maybe people didn't go for him because he was... Um, just coming back from that suspension, right? It was his first game back. Yeah. Would, you know, the question marks, would he hit the ground running like he did at the start of the season? I mean, all of that, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we'll come to our teams for this week, but but I need to get him back in because obviously wildcarded him out. Yeah. For his suspension. Um, but I've got a plan to get him back in this Ooh, week. So we'll talk about that. Smell formation but, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other interesting thing to say because I, I wildcarded away from a uh, a 3-5-2-3-4-3 type flexible yeah. formation to a 4-4-2-3-5-2 a mm. um, formation. And I think I want to go back this week, now that Antonio is back, um, back to having three guys up front. I think the budget and mid-level midfielders really enable you to to go big. Definitely, this season, definitely. I know that talk earlier on in the season around game week four. You know, can you fit three premiums in? Should you fit three premiums in? It unbalances everything. I, I don't, I don't hold no truck with that. Yeah, I think it's going to be all about premiums this season. I've said this before, and it's about the person that wins FPL is going to is going to be the person who best balances as many premiums as as they can. I think it's possible to have three with the best budget and mid midfielders at that time and you have to be brave yeah jumping on and off people yeah you know you don't there's no loyalty here in fpl <laughs> you know if jota you don't think he's going to play anymore you have to act fast because every week you're you're ahead of that bandwagon is going to stand you in good stead so that that is going to mean that i think it's going to be quite an aggressive season for me you know we're at game week seven yeah. now things are beginning to to become clearer, you know, there's a there's a pattern developing. Yeah, well, I've gone for the approach of having... I still have three premiums. I yeah. have Salah, Vardy, Lukaku in my team. Yeah. But then, by having... Vardy's not a premium, by the way. Well, he's 10, 10.4 now. Mm. It's premium-ish. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Should be a premium. 22 points. Hello. In one game week. Yeah. If you look at Vardy as a case in point, right, actually, it's very, very interesting. And it's you you looked at him and as a noob, from your perspective, you were able to um kind of set aside any any notions or when he didn't have any notions or any preconceived yeah. ideas about him or, or how his career might be going. You just looked at the numbers and thought to yourself, he no one's really talking about Jamie Vardy and he's done all right. Yeah, this season. He, all he's, right. he's consistently yeah, he, scoring well, good numbers. It was about the captaincy and about how people weren't sure because all of the classic can, captaincy candidates had bad fixtures. Vardy had Burnley at home. And so if I was wildcarding, I thought I'd take advantage of that. I also thought that um, because people weren't talking about him, he could be a good differential. 
but also that I don't know why people weren't talking about him because of how well he's done this season already. Um, he had five points, two points, 12 points, two points, eight points, 11 points for the six scores that he's got, uh, which are pretty much hauls in every other game week, right? Yeah. Most of the game weeks are big scores. Yeah. And um, also, on all those charts, which was sort of like uh, predicted anytime scoring in this game week, whatever, whatever it is, Yeah. it's always Vardy is there above lots of the usual captaincy candidates for yeah. we assume that Vardy will score this week at least one goal. So yeah, and he's he's Peter Pan, isn't he, Jamie Vardy? <laughs> he he is the kind of the boy who never grew up for a start, but it was also the boy that just he, he's just not he doesn't seem to age. <laughs> he 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 puts in the numbers. He really does. And all of this talk at the start of the season of how they're gonna how they're gonna set up is this the season that Vardy's gonna be phased out? Ian Acho started the you know the uh, ended last season amazingly. Surely he starts. They bought they bought Dakar. Mm. And um, it's all been put to bed because he is still—he's the number one man. He's the yeah. main man at, at Leicester, and and I noticed that his goals at the weekend were sort of semi on the break. You know, it's putting him through, playing on the shoulder of the last man, pushing the line, and and classic Vardy, and he he, he took them well. Yeah. Well, who's to say that he won't go on a little run now? I'm sure he probably will actually. And also, so, uh, so but... are you sticking with him then? Definitely, of yeah. course. But the, also the thing is that Leicester, I mean, it's kind of weird when you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective that you don't really notice the actual results of the game. <clears throat> but Leicester have not been winning too many games. No. They're really struggling this season and they need someone who's going to be there and win these games by scoring goals, getting them above the other team. And if anyone's going to score a goal for Leicester, it always seems it's coming towards Jamie Vardy. It's like a Calvert-Lewin situation at Everton. Everything goes towards Jamie Vardy. And at a time when they need to score as many goals as possible to really get themselves out of this sort of rut that they're in, as far as scoring goes, I really think he could do big, big stuff. Mm. It's better than Ronaldo. Well, we'll see. Uh, That was an excellent explanation of how the league works by the way thank you from all my experience should, uh, should go and the idea of them yeah I think I could actually there's be there's 22 profession- men that uh, run around a green grass pitch and <laughs> kick a pig's bladder to one another and the idea <laughs> is that one of them tries to put it in goal and whoever puts it in the goal more than the other team wins the game did you know now I explain the offside rule which no one really understands let's not go there <laughs> let's talk about game week 7 and our plans. Um, you had a sweet week, 75 points, as we've just established. You had a massive green arrow. Mm. Um, so you're perfect, right? No changes, no tinkering. There was a tinker. Oh. It's only because... So I left a certain Ricardo Pereira, also from Leicester, in my team yeah. for this Burnley at home fixture because... I wanted to believe in the Leicester defence because of all the new signings they'd made and stuff. Who? What do you mean? All the new signings they'd made. I like uh, Ryan Bertrand, Yannick Vestergaard. Oh, Yannick. Castagna coming back. Okay. Um, all those sort of things. Yeah. Um, I can't see Pereira there, though. No, that's what I'm saying. But, I, so I kept him in on my wild card because I thought 
It's his first home game because he got injured. This is for last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I was saying that uh, it's his first home game since he got injured, since he got like a massive haul. Yeah. And I thought that he could really do well in that game. Yeah. Cut forward to he's like subbed off in whatever, like 45 minutes or something. Yeah, half time. He's replaced, gets zero points. Uh, instead of what was happening before, which was he was going straight to Vardy to get the assists, he's it's sort of going Pereira, then Tielemans, then Vardy. So, so he's he the secondary three assists. Yeah, three assists. He yeah, assists that's, a, that's annoying. Assists. Those those players are, are really annoying. Nor, normally it's the other way around. It's normally Tielemans is the is the assisting the assister. Yeah, uh, which you do have to watch out for. But so you've shipped him out, have you? Yeah, and I've got someone who is topping the charts not just for a defender. He's topping or he's near the top for lots of general top uh, like, general charts uh, for like the pop charts. Yeah, he's got his new single out. Oh, really? It's all great. Is it Rick Astley? Yes, Rick Astley is my team. But don't worry, I'm never going to give you up. Oh! Wait! Thank you, thank you. We'll edit in some, like, applause or something. Yeah, that's good. That's good 80s music knowledge, actually. Thank How you. How do you know that? You and mum. Me? Yeah. I hear the magic radio on in the car. Oh, do you? <laughs> anyway. We should say that a few times. This shouldn't be the magic pod. Maybe they'll send some mug. Yeah, send us a mug. Thanks for the free advertising. Yeah, never I'm sure. I'm sure many people have been persuaded to go and listen to Magic Radio now after listening to this podcast. I'm sure all four of our listeners will. Yeah, do check them out. Okay. Anyway, so, so you've got this man for... who's been chopping, chopping, topping. This Chop. man who's been topping the charts for things like shots in the box, yeah. all that sort of stuff. A defender. I looked really good. A defender. Can I guess? Well, you know, you can see. Oh yeah. Marcus Alonso. That would have been my guess. Whoa. The man who, if you look at it, looks like the poet ghost from the BBC sitcoms Ghosts. Look at him. Matthew Bainton. Yeah, he looks like Matthew Bainton. Bainton. Anyway. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, he does a bit. Yeah. So Marcus Alonso. So you've gone for Alonso on the week when everyone thinks that Chilwell is finally going to come back in and that Alonso's not going to play anymore. Hold on. So I made a bit of a boo-boo. Okay. Right. Because... I transferred him in. This has already happened. This transfer. This is this is this is confirmed. So you've confirmed the transfer. Alonso's come in, and now all the talk is like, I reckon Alonso's done for a while now. Not mm, okay. Mm, so mm. here I am defending Matthew Bainton. I mean Marcus Alonso. Yeah. So, hmm. So I brought in Alonso on the Sunday evening. So even before the Brighton Crystal Palace game. Early. Early. The game week hadn't even finished. Well, I know that you made yours. I know. So. You know, not really adding into the clickbait or anything, but transfers have already been made, guys. But, so, I made him then because he was about to rise in price. I got him at 5.8 and he's now 5.9. Nice. Um, and then I was hoping, what I was hoping was that, like it had happened before, uh, Chilwell would start in the Carabao Cup and mm. Alonso would remain firmly on the bench. Yeah. This did not happen. Basically... The as far as you can go with Tuchel, the first team started, which is basically the team that they're playing most gimmick matches in the Premier League. Yeah, um, and that includes Marcus Alonso. Yeah, he started. How how long did he play for? He played for forty five minutes. Okay, so he's which had is not five minute rest. He's had forty five minute rest. Um, when I've that, been reading that to me doesn't say that that Tommy Tuchel doesn't want to play him at the weekend. I know, I know. So I just 
This uh, is, I'm, I'm sure... got a big, big speech planned about why Marcus oh, Alonso sorry, is fine. So, Marcus Alonso is fine. Yeah. Um, so he started that match, which I hoped he hadn't, but then he came off at half time. But in that 45 minutes he played, I was looking at, you know, those sort of text text reviews of what's going yeah, on in the, the feed match. Of, yeah. The feed. It was always Marcus Alonso puts a cross into the box. Marcus Alonso puts the cross into the box. And Chelsea now have lost uh, 1-0 in two consecutive games. And it's through, because Mount isn't there, it's through a lack of feeding to Lukaku, right? Mm. I Why would why would Tuchel take out the player who has been putting these the most crosses into the box when he needs his man Lukaku or everyone else to score goals? Mm. He needs to win these next couple of matches. Yeah. Because they didn't play well against Manchester City. They lost against Juventus. Um... Why would he take Alonso out? In addition, Alonso came off at half time, and Tuchel said it was because he wanted to use impact subs to make an impact on the game. Cut forward thirty seconds later, they concede a goal. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. So you're thinking Tuchel's thinking, well, "I better not sub Alonso again with my concede goal." <laughs> well, that's what I, I hope. I play him all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. From now on. That's what I hope he's. Has thinking. never gone to be on the bench again. <laughs> Marcus Alonso, he looks too much like a famous actor to bench. Marcus Alonso, I love you. Are you a bit that big hair? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So oh, I was a bit worried that is he injured? Isn't that the only reason someone really comes off at half time? But it was, he said it was to make an impact on the sub. Well, with his subs. Well, that didn't really work out. Looking at the text feed, Chilwell really didn't appear very much as far as feeding into the box, feeding into Lukaku, yeah. which is something that he needs right now, Tuchel needs. Yes, because they should really concentrate on kicking that round thing around, the green yes, stuff. the round thing we saw earlier. the back of the net. Yes. I um, think someone needs to explain the rules to some of these footballers. I think, um, I think that you're fine. Yes, I think I'm fine too. The only thing is that, that the main thing is that the international break between seven and eight, and he got the... Spain, he got called up for Spain, yeah, to be in the Spanish team. So he's not going to have two weeks off like Chilwell is. I think because of all the things I've just said and his performances so far, I think it's going to be hard not to consider Marcus Alonso as the person who's going to play the majority of games. Okay. And say he misses out on that game week eight fixture against Brentford, yeah, Brentford had looked really attacking, so Not bad at the back. No, really good at the back. They conceded three goals. Against Liverpool. Yeah. Brentford have got looked really good at the back. No, I know. Um, they have looked good at the back, surprisingly, because we were all saying at the start of the season, I thought that they would be a, you know, Brazil 1970s style team. You know, we'll just basically try to outscore you. So it would be four threes, five threes, yeah. three alls, uh, not many one nils. Mm. Um, and actually, they started the season with the one nils and the, and yeah, the two nils and clean sheets. And yeah, um, but I, I wonder whether they are just sort of, you know, letting letting rip a bit now, Brentford. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. That might well, have just sheet. been one of those crazy games that Liverpool quite often are involved in a an odd an odd amazing game in a season mm. where it like ends up being three three or four three or yeah. Well, it was a clean um, sheet against Arsenal, clean clean sheet about against Palace, only one conceded against Villa. Clean sheet against Brighton, and then a clean sheet against Wolves. Yeah. So, what's that? Four out of the six 
of their matches have been clean sheet. Yeah. No, they've done it. I've got rare in goal. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. So why are you making me doubt myself? Ah, that's my job. But anyway, if he misses that game week eight, he comes back and it's like, okay, sure, that's fine. You can come back into my team and then you can play Norwich, Newcastle and Burnley. Lovely. Yeah. And then Leicester, even. I do think at some stage, uh, even even now, with him being consistently picked by, by Tuchel to start, that he will lose his place. I'm not sure what's going on with Chilwell, um, but... I think at some stage during the season it will happen. That shift will happen. Mm. It's about, you know, when and and jumping off him at the right time and not leaving it, you know, a week, two weeks um, yeah. late. But I definitely. Yeah. But this run, it's worth it's worth, worth making the pump. punting on these Chelsea players because this is the run that everyone has been waiting for. Right, yeah. everyone right at the beginning of the season, all of their all of their plans. Loads of people on Twitter. Oh, the whole community. We all saw game week seven onwards. It's going to be Chelsea, 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 Chelsea Central. So, and I think and it's that... one of the reasons that I used my wild card early because I wanted to get ahead of what I thought would would become the new template. Yeah, um, and it's really worked for me. It worked for me the first week, and it still worked for me last week. I'm really pleased to have these players now moving forward. Um, so. I think you're right. Go, go, go with him. Go with him. Well, it's he, a bit too late now. Well, you were, how you brought The thing is, in. I think... But basically what I'm saying is don't be swayed. Don't worry. I uh, There's all this talk again now of of um, he came off 45 minutes. He's not going to start. The shift well, I've is done my now. research. I was on the bus, did my research. I know. Um, but I think as far as if you're going to make a punt, the best time to do it is when someone has amazing stats, amazing form and amazing fixtures. It's the only time to do it, surely. Yeah. So I or, think... Or better still, before they have... Yeah, the amazing stats. Yeah, so getting ahead of it, but no, no, I think you're right. I think you're, you're, I think you're right. And just to quickly put on, at the moment, I have put my captaincy on Lukaku against Southampton at home. This might change because I have other good fixtures. Saar is a captaincy option with Leeds away, stuff like that. Saar, not Saar. No, Saar. Yeah, Vardy, Crystal Palace away. I was also thinking... No, Lukaku at home, it's got to be. I was also thinking, but I could put it on any of these Chelsea people's. Alonso could be a captaincy shout. Because no. he could haul. He could haul. No. He could haul. Do that then. Really? No. Okay. I mean, do it if you want. Who am I to tell you about captaincy. differential captaincies after this week? I might be become one of those managers who is just that guy who's known for captaincy differential people. Yeah, I probably it. won't be there. Should we talk about my team in yes. the coming week then? Because I uh, rolled a transfer, obviously, after my wildcard week. Mm-hmm. And so I've got two free transfers this week. And I have used them already. Both of them. Already? Both, both See, them. you've made your transfers as well. No, I did. Yeah, no, I, I did. Because I was worried that they would also increase in, in, in price again. Um, and one of them has. Now, I've already kind of semi-explained what I've done because I wanted to shift back to a 3-4-3 formation, which is how I started the season, which is my preferred formation. Uh, And I wanted to get Antonio back in. um, And so I used both my transfers to make that happen. So I have moved Jota out this week. Um, And I did it before the midweek European game because I just felt that he was beginning to lose a little bit of steam uh, you have to know when to jump. Even though he blanked for two weeks and then scored a goal. Yeah, I just feel like... Um, Feels nice uh, to do it to someone else. 
No, no, I, I do, and I was pleased to see midweek, obviously, because he he was he was taken off, and Firmino came on. Firmino is fully back now. Yeah, and Firmino to me looks like he's got his scoring boots on this season. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm not suggesting going for Firmino because everybody knows you don't touch him with a barge pole, but you know, do you? Why not? Because he's just he's a he's a fantastic player in Liverpool's system, and they really have relied on him recently. Um, I mean, in seasons in recent seasons. But he just doesn't score enough for nine million nine point five. What is he? Forward? Eight point eight at the 8. moment. 8. 8 he just said he's got his scoring boots. On. Well, he may have watched this space basically, but I think that Firmino starts this weekend. Jota mm. played most of the match. Salah and Mane were subbed off. It was a walk in the park for Liverpool. He was able to. Didn't rest they win the play. five yeah. five now? Yeah, no five uh, five one. I think five one. They? I'm not sure. And. Um, he was able to rest the players that he knew he wanted for the weekend and, and Jota wasn't one of them. So I've subbed him out and I've taken him down to Smith Row. Yeah. Oh, finally got a... Finally got we a love Smith Row. We loved watching that match. And then the with the funds, I've gone um, back up to Antonio. So I've got three starting strikers because I had a, a bench filler scarlet from, from Spurs. There. Yeah. So my team going into this weekend, game week seven, is Raya in goal. Semedo, Alexander-Arnold and Rudiger at the back. Alexander-Arnold clearly is going to be um, auto-subbed out for Duffy. Yeah. Because he's he's my first defender on the bench. Midfield, Salah, Smithrow, Gray and Saar. Mm. Ronaldo, Lukaku, Antonio up front. Yeah. And at the moment, I've got my captaincy on Lukaku at home. But I actually think uh, Antonio, again, could be a, a, a big captaincy shout this, no. this week. Home Brent- to Brentford. Brentford, we were just talking about their amazing defence. Antonio at home to Brentford, who conceded three against a physical Liverpool side. I think Antonio could haul this week. But having said that, I think Lukaku will haul this week. So I'm going captaincy on Lukaku. Cool. And my team, oh, look at this team. This team actually looks so good. I don't even know why you say it doesn't look sort of future-proof. I think this team is great. I'm really happy with my team. Go on, anyway, man. so it's Sa in goal, then it's Alonso, Cancelo and Rudiger, then it's Salah, Saar, Gallagher, Gray, and then Vardy, Lukaku, Captain, and Dennis. Because I'm using Dennis because I think he could get something against this weak, patched-up Leeds defence. Um, that is a good team. I'm really happy with that when team. You, when you say... So you're, you're kind of... So I've put Trent on the bench because I like to see how it will appear as it's played. Yeah, of course. Trent is a big question, isn't it? Because he's he's it's confirmed that he's out for this game week. Yeah. Ish. Confirmed-ish. Uh, uh, no, no. It's conf- he's, he's oh. confirmed now. Okay, cool. Um, the extent of his injury is, um, or his time out, is, is sort of still TBC, really. He said two um, to three weeks. Yeah. He? Well, with the international break coming up as well, it might be that we can all just bench Trent for one week, see how it goes after the international break, and he might be back playing. Um, in some ways, though, it's made me think that I'm kind of playing week to week, and I, I, I played my wild card. I had a few weeks um, ahead of me planned. It's all worked really well for me. I'm 699th in the world, and I, my aim is to obviously stabilise. I don't really want another red arrow this week. But of course, the higher I am, the more chance that it will be a red arrow, of course. Yeah. So um, Trent is a big question mark in my mind for my kind of medium term planning. Because I really, over the next few weeks, I just wanted to think about and talk about this 
which we haven't done for a while. We've, we've just become been going game week to game week. But medium to long term, I, I am wondering if there's a world in which I can live without Trent. Ooh. Because I want to target uh, a City defender yeah. when we come back after the international break. They are beginning to find their feet. They're beginning to look like they could go on a run that they did you know, last season where Diaz and, and you know, doubling, even tripling up on, on kind of City assets, doubling up on defensive assets looks a, a wise move. Their, their defensive stats are incredible and they've had tough games. So, um, and Cancelo, it's beginning to crystallise, you know, the, the, the pep roulette is beginning to kind of settle a little, actually, for certain players. Famous now that, last words. Well, exactly. Famous, famous last words. But Cancelo, you know, six out of six games. Uh, Diaz, obviously, is a, is a perennial starter. Six out of six games. There are other other players who look like they are going to start when, when they're fit. Um, and I really want to get Cancelo in because he can, he can haul any week. And... Um, the only way for me to do that, really, with my plan about premiums, is to is to use the Trent money. Mm. So, in some ways, when I thought he was injured, you know, earlier this week for maybe four or five game weeks, it made my decision easier. I knew that I was going to bring in a City defender, and I knew who it was going to be, and I was covered, and I wasn't worried about being without Trent. But that, but that kind of, even now, knowing that that Trent might it actually be back after the international break is still kind of left the memory of that thought <laughs> the th- you know what could be and i'm not i don't hate it mm-hmm. i don't hate it i know in my wildcard draft i had van dyke instead of trent for a while yeah i know but i found the money to get him back in because just because he does so well i know he does. And people say he should be a main mainstay in your team i know i know but what he's done this season is is he does well and he scores hugely and his ex his XA um you know his expected goal involvements and all of that sort of stuff. His new role this season, which sees him kind of slightly tuck inside, coming more central, which I think is it's all promising and it's all great. But he still kind of like gets twelve points one week and then and then one point the next. Mm. Um he's he's been a little bit like that this this season. Um listen, he's he he is basically a midfielder. At seven point five, and and he he's he is fantastic. But I can I can just see a conversation brewing, even in the wider community. I think about can we live without him? Should we live without him? There are other assets, cheaper assets. I mean, Cancelo is 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 what one point five six point one. So one point five cheaper than than Trent. One point four well, cheaper than Trent. No, one point five now. One point five. Trent's seven point six. Oh, Trent's gone up as well. Mm. It's a good job I've got you to check out all these See? details. See, you didn't me. even know that... Um, who was it last week that I informed you about? Norman. Norman, probably, yeah. You don't even know all these people. And I'm a bit worried, actually, having Norman on my bench because the Premier League have put out an article on why Matthias Norman can do really well against Burnley. Oh, really? Yeah. You were in there first. I was there first. And to think you only picked him because he looked like Jack Frost. <laughs> It's more than that, but that was a considerable factor, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that Trent conversation is something that's brewing over the next few weeks. I think that's a kind of a medium-term interest. Um, but I also want to do a bit of research. This is a job for you this week between homework. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, what is the new template? Do you the know? The new template? Yeah. What, what are we, what are we I moving don't think, towards? I don't think... Because I'm not sure it's, it's that clear. I don't think we can see it exactly what I was going to say. I don't think we can see a new template until people start to wildcard. And that's going to be this week and that's going to be next week. And once that's all happened, I think we'll see a new template. What do you think that template will be? I don't know. I mean, it should be my team. Because no, my team is great. It won't be. It'll be my team. <laughs> we're going to have a fight on whose team is going to be more template. <laughs> yeah. Normally we're fighting to get out and away from the template. But I think we've both... Considering that the start of the season was so template for most yeah. people. And most people did amazingly well. Um it really does feel like the management starts now. Yeah. That's the challenge I, I feel. For me, for me, it, it really does. Because I have now started and I made a couple of decisions around the template, which means yeah. that I'm in this incredible position, of... which is amazing. But I really feel like the hard work starts now. That the, yeah. the decisions will either, you know, I could either slip down a couple of hundred thousand positions, I think, over the next couple of weeks, or or, or I'll maintain. Or you'll win it. And and if I maintain the next couple of weeks, I honestly think that this could be an insane season. <laughs> um, but for you too, you, you know, you jump another hundred thousand points this week. I could be. You are in the game. I'm climbing. Yeah, but obviously, the yeah. higher you climb, the harder it is. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I like my team. Anyway, I like it too. Thank you. So that about wraps everything up here. I though. think so. Yeah, I um, we've done our captains, we've done our teams, we've done a little uh, review. I did want to pose those kind of questions just to put it out there, something for you to think about as well, chick. You know, yeah. what what will the new template look like? What will it be? Are we going to be having a conversation about living with or without Trent? I I really think we will. I really think Arsenal um, players are going to come more into the conversation as well. They in, definitely in the, in will. The following weeks. Yeah, just after this week. They certainly will. But I also think that, you know, everyone knew their fixtures were, were turning and, and looking yeah. pretty good. The homeboy, Makayo um, Saka. We just needed the, them to couple the that with a good performance. Yeah. Um, Great performance. And let's face it, Arsenal's midfielders, those guys, Saka, Smith-Rowe, Erdegaard, they are they are enablers at their yeah. price. Really. I think Saka, I think he's going to rise tonight. But I think he'll rise only to 6.3, Yeah, which is amazing because he's amazing. Yeah. Made my team after him. Yeah, about time you got him in then. I know. I look do... at that. Look at that run for for Arsenal. Brighton away, Palace at home. Massive game, by the way. Vieira's back. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> Villa at home, Leicester away, Watford at home. Then it gets a bit tougher again. I don't actually think it's too bad after that. Well, it's that. Liverpool away. Then we've got a lovely little Newcastle at home. Newcastle, but, but United, Everton, Southampton, the, West you Ham. Can, you can get on a few cheap Arsenal midfielders for the next six. Uh, well, no, let's say five game weeks and what? and uh, everything might be looking rosy. I'm actually thinking that Brighton, Crystal Palace and Aston Villa have been very good defensively this season. And I think if you're going to get them in, you get them in game week 10. Because I think Leicester looking weak, Watford defensively looking weak, Liverpool sure, Newcastle looking weak. Man United not looking as strong as you want oh, them to be. Oh, come on. You're talking nonsense now. Everton you get them as well. In now. You Everton get them in as now well. if you're going to get them in. Everton as well. You don't get them in two weeks away from Liverpool, three weeks away from United, Everton coming up. You get them now when they're playing Brighton, Watford. Hey, this is a long game. Because 
West Ham is in there, Southampton in there, Everton in there. They're not the best defences. No. It's no. not like he's playing Chelsea. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. If you want Arsenal enabling midfielders, you get them in now. Now is the time. No. Now is the time. No. That's why I've done it. Smith Rowe is in there. Mm, we'll see. He's going to score again this weekend. You mark my words. Against Brighton. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's done. We're done. I'm We're scoring done. 80 points plus this week. Mm, well, I said I was going to score 200 points last week. <laughs> so we all That's have dreams. never been done. We all I wonder have... what the highest is in a week. Someone went out there. I'll we'll, Google we'll, it. We'll, I'll we'll Google know. it. You Google it. You Google it. Let that. me know, yeah? Yeah. Um, it's a pleasure talking to you again. Mm, yeah. Um, I hope that you out there listening have as much pleasure as we do just kind of rambling on about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, turns said, out that it's been a good season. So maybe we, we're hopeful that if we continue to do well, people will start to listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People will start to come to the true pros for yeah. their FPL insight. Until they realise that it's all accidental. <laughs> right. Shh. Good luck, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at FPL Derby. Yeah, please Gotta do. Got to do all that thing. Yeah. Rate, review. At FPL Derby. At FPL Derby. We were lucky to get that name, weren't we? Because that's I know. exactly the name of our pod and what we're doing. It's not even like the real FPL Derby or something like that. Anyway. It's the. The. The one and only. At FPL Derby. Okay. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Bye. Have a good FPL. Bye. Bye.